This podcast is brought to you by Eisner Award-winning Legend Comics and Coffee in Omaha, Nebraska, and supporting listeners like you. Go to TwoHeadedNerd.com and click Donate, or visit Patreon.com backslash TwoHeadedNerd to become a supporter today. Ha-cha! Yes? Ho-ho-ha-ha! Remember me, old chum? You jolly devil! Ba-boom! Welcome to episode five of the Two-Headed Nerd comic book podcast. First... YouTube and Facebook show. It's called THN Cover to Cover. You also get it in your RSS feed now. So, but you know, if you want to see the action, <laughs> you got to tune in. Sitting across from me is our very own Wooly Toots, sitting in for Joe Patrick. Say hello, Wooly. Uh, good morning, everybody. Hello. You might know him better as Jared Savitas, but you might like him more as Wooly Toots. You might. Here's how it works, kids. Every Saturday from 11:30 to 12:30, we got to start a little late today. I apologize. Central Standard Time. Toots and I are talking all things comics with you nerds live. You can call us at 402-819-4894, or you can click our Facebook call now button. It lives like right there, I think, if you want to get in on the action. If you can't call in, feel free to leave us a message or send an MP3 anytime. You can send it to twoheadednerd at gmail.com. Before we get started on this mess, I need you, Toots, to reset. The question the of the week. The button. This week's question comes from Black Scorpion, the three, and Amy from North Dakota. It's a little bit of a yeah. two-for-one team. It's a team tag up. team. It's, it's a team, team up. Oh, tag team. Yeah, that probably works for yeah. them better. Uh, what part of comics continuity would you like to make an Elseworld instead? And how would you imagine the continuity to continue without it? And how could that Elseworld amplify what you put there. Crazy. So, something you thought... Three-stage question. Didn't necessarily work real well in regular continuity, but could have been cool on its own. Mm. Let's take it out, make it its own little thing, Mm. you know? Like Superman... Now, are you asking... The person just didn't like it, or you think that it is just not... It can be anything. A a failure across the board. It's up to you. Okay. It's their rules. So, call us. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about all this week's huge comic news. There is so much to talk about. By the way, uh, Facebook, a news thing we didn't talk about on the show, Facebook just shut down that group of jackasses that were like, go take a crap at all the Marvel movies because we know the DC movies secretly rock and they don't (laughs) want anyone to believe it. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they had like set up an event to like ruin the tomato meter for Black Panther and Facebook was like, get out of here. How dare you? There is so much weird conspiracy shit going on with this DC film stuff, and I'll get to that later. Right now, we got a call coming in. Who, who would be? Th- thank you for calling. THN, cover to color. Whoa. Can you turn your uh, device down a little bit? There we go. Thank you for calling. THN, cover to cover caller. Who this? It's Colin from Marvel Lake House. Hey, JD, gotta catch you. Hey, JD. What's happening, brother? What do you want to rap about? Uh, well, the, the answer of the week, question of the week, was kind of interesting. Uh, I've got a, I'm not going to deep dive too much into it. Cause I've actually got a piece coming up for the lake house. Oh, cool. Uh, that I've got to revise cause I wrote it while I was in Mexico. So it's following me. <laughs> so you wrote it, right so you wrote it in, in Spanish. Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I'm just going to say that, uh, the, the else worlds that I would love to see. And we kind of already have is, uh, the mutants by themselves. Oh, like without no, no without any directly. other. With, with. Yep. The, the <laughs> no more humans. Conversely, and then conversely, a six one six 
without mutants. Mm. You know, the 616 has kind of felt like it hasn't had mutants for a little while now, truthfully. Well, and that's exactly <laughs> it. And that's, that's kind of what made me think about it was uh, everyone was kind of clamoring. It's like, oh, we want a good Marvel book. We want a good mutant book. We want a good mutant book. Right. And or or we want the mutants with or we or even in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So, oh, I want to see Wolverine in, a, in the Avengers movie. Why? Everyone, everyone fucking complained when they made Wolverine a mutant. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So I, make up your mind. <laughs> yeah, I think it's but, more like I, they would rather see X Men versus Avengers than Wolverine in the Avengers. At yeah. least I hope that's what it is. Oh yeah, and 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 AV, AVX was so good. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, I had a blast with that. <laughs> It was fun for five minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then it was way too long, and the heroes were murdering each other. And like, come on, you I guys! Really, I, I, I really liked those uh, those little those little uh, one shot tie ins that, were, ones. that those had were no fun. story. They were yeah. just literally like a, fight uh, a scene. video yeah. game match. Yeah. I was fine with those. Those were pretty cool. Yeah, it was the yeah. overarching idea and how it went on for like four more fucking years. That was the problem. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. I like to, but I've got in the, in the piece, I, I go down a bullet list of points of why the, why it makes more sense to have the Inhumans as the mutants and why they fill that role better in the, in the 616. Just for uh, those of you who then, don't know, when we say 616, Marvel has numbered several different Earths where certain things are happening and the mainstream Marvel universe has been labeled Earth 616. And I believe the Watchers, right, right, right. Or the Watchers are the ones that came up with those numbers, I think. Yep. Yeah, yeah, and uh, like Gwen Stacy's from Earth sixty three, right? So, but uh, you know, I just go through a bullet list of those points and just kind of explore the idea of what makes the mutants work. So you really believe makes- the Inhumans are a a better replacement for the mutants? Because I don't, man. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I they don't. shouldn't replace well, them at all. <laughs> yeah, just take them I away. Think the reason why I think the reason why it's such a resistant idea now is because they're replacing them. Right. I'm proposing an impossible scenario in which they were just what was done instead. Gotcha. No, I I gotcha. And I like the Inhumans as mutants in space. Like we found mm-hmm. out that like for a while there, they just thought they were a race of aliens. Nope. Turns out the Cree started them, you know, years and years yeah. and years ago and they don't fit in with well, the Cree and they don't fit in with humanity. They're, they're truly, right. you know, alien of their own kind yeah. alone <laughs> with sometimes stupid I just, powers. <laughs> I just feel like the, yeah, I just feel like the mutant metaphor of, you know, uh, you know, basically being a metaphor for being black or gay or whatever, or being a minority. We're being black and gay. Right. Doesn't work when you have someone with powers, someone with another set of powers running around in spandex. Yeah. No, I don't, it just I, takes away from that. I don't totally disagree. And if you look at the Fox movies that have done it really well, because there are no other superheroes, so the impact of wanting to hide rather than put on a costume and be a superhero. Yeah, it, sure. it is kind of silly. When you boil it down and you go, okay, so let me get this straight. There's groups of terrorists that want to kill all these guys, yeah. but they're fine with the Avengers. You know, they're yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're racist. That's why, man. <laughs> is that oh, all it because, is? Just because their powers were accidental, <laughs> right? Yeah. Or right for, for being rich. Other thing I wanted to touch on real quick was uh, I think Joe posted on the Facebook group uh, the new turtles. Yeah, I was going to say something Cartoon. about that. Yeah, here's yeah. Here, go ahead, dude. Here's what I think about this. If you if you are upset about the new turtles, mm. 
You are too old to yeah. be upset about the new turtles. I totally agree. I totally like, agree. Like, come on, well, man. They're, this is for kids. Yeah, and there's been so you're a many, grown up. There's been so many. You've been through this a hundred times. Turtles. Give me a break. Now come on, man. Time to be like, oh, you're ruining my childhood. Yeah. Come on. So they updated and they well, made it look a little silly and Powerpuff Girls. Your Whatever. childhood is your childhood is your childhood. Okay, yeah. your Transformers are gone. Right. Your Star Wars has changed. Your uh, Masters of the Universe is soon to be changed. Oh, and it looks like ev- yeah. everything, everything <laughs> from your childhood. Your GI yeah. Joe, it's all been pooped on. Just settle down. Guess what? Just wipe off the poop. You'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> well, and but the thing is, is for the for the older old time fans, the hardcore guys. They've put in a number of Easter eggs that are quite interesting for, you know, those of us that remember. I mean, everyone's going on about the full head scarves sure, and the different right, weapons. Right. Sure. That's from issue nine of the original Mirage series from 85. Yeah. And truthfully, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles has not been that series since that. Really. I mean, like no, I would no, say IDW has done a really great job with their line yeah. of, of capturing both modern ideas and classic ideas of TMNT and just go there. Experience yeah, it. People there. love it over there. Go so, there. Like, You'll love it. So the cartoon's not for yeah. you. You're an adult, sir. Children's cartoon <laughs> programming isn't supposed to be for you. <laughs> right, right. So, right. hey, yeah. we got to well, get moving also, here, though, JD, because we got a bunch of other callers that are trying to get in, and I look forward right. to your piece. Thank you for bringing that up. <laughs> Always nice to talk to you. Talk to you later. All right, buddy. Laters. Are you pissed about the new TMNT cartoon? Not Call at in. All. Let's hear from I'm you, not. jerks. I want to hear it. Right now, let's get to our first voicemail. Live from the International Space Station, I am Stately Lord Fungus, author of the critically acclaimed novel Get Down On It My Life as a White Funk Accountant. <laughs> This week, we've seen the long overdue renovation of Mushroom Manor. We've had the painters and decorators in, and I must say the peasant's stretching room is looking positively radiant in its new mixture of fuchsia and virgin's blood. So, while QE2 is busy catapulting corgis into Winston the Dragon's mouth, I'll get on with the question of the week. And damn, it was a confusing one this week. Whatever happened to who's your favourite dog or something? It's crypto, by the way. So, what part of comics continuity would you like to move and to an else world instead. HP Lovecraft is reanimated using a darkness not seen before in the DCU. What? It's an old power, something very dark, and something that needs to feed. His reanimator is still unknown as the story begins, but it's clear they have a great deal of magical power, and they understand that harnessing the mind of the greatest living writer in history will take momentous strength to contain. At the same time, a young boy witnesses the brutal slaying of his parents in a Gotham backstreet alley. His mind is scared. It's scarred and full of horror. The perfect vessel to contain the creator of the old gods. He's doing God now that his captor and right? resurrector has found him. Young Bruce Wayne sits at home alone, shattered and open to interpreting the world as purely evil. He leaves the warmth of the manor and walks to the edge of the well in the grounds. He's ready to throw himself to his doom and hopefully rejoin his parents. At this, his lowest point, the spirit of Lovecraft is released and it enters the small boy. His mind is filmed with flames, horror, symbols, pure, old, evil. His path is clear. He will become a symbol of the night, of the darkness, and of the coldest part of the world. There is no hope, no love, and nothing that can stop him. 
He returns to the house. He's filled with crazy images and words that make no sense other than the oldest of languages. Young Bruce Wayne takes a pen and on the back of a napkin he draws the outline of a creature that is part dragon, part man man. and part sea creature. Mm. He will no longer bring justice, just cold vengeance. There will be no bargaining, simply the wrong end of a gun. He's dark power harnessed. He will grow and he will train. His body will become strong and he will use his fists to destroy crime until he is the only criminal left to face justice. The book closes as he finally falls to his knees in Crime Alley, gun pushed into his temple, and as the fateful bang is heard, we finally see the reveal of the character behind this momentous reign of terror on the criminal fraternity. All along, it was... Hang on, have I, have I left the oven on? Oh man, I was enraptured. <laughs> uh, no, anyway, this, way, this week's word of the week is the rather <laughs> apt Snollygoster. Say it along if you know the words, nerds. Snollygoster. It means somebody who's duplicitous, untrustworthy, and is often used regarding political figures. All right. In well, context. Okay. Well, Perfect. I think Donald J. Trump is a goddamn snollygoster of a man. <laughs> right. I'm off back to Earth now to take part in the local amateur dramatic society stage production of The Lawnmower Man. So until next time, you sex machines, awesome. this is Stately saying, I left my wallet in El Segundo. I've got to get it. I've got guts to get it. Get nice. It. <laughs> nice. Oh, jeez. Little tribe reference. God, that guy's good. <laughs> yeah, man. I was, I was just hanging on every word there. I know. I know. Gotham by Gaslight. If you haven't read it, you should. It was uh, Mike Bagnola doing... Uh, a bat story years and years and years yeah, ago. Yeah, with Jack the Ripper. Man, it was so fun. Yeah. Now, he took his a little more demonic yeah. than where that went, but woof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be cool. I really yeah, like Yeah, I agree. Great idea. Thank you, Stately Lord Fungus. That's a good one. I still want to talk about this Bendis on Superman thing. Okay. I need someone to call in and talk about this. Yes. We're going to start the conversation. I want you guys to call in and talk about it. I think it's a weird place. Well, where did you think he was going to go? I don't know. I think it's easy. A guy like Bendis that has written so much street level stuff at Marvel, you would think it's easy to be like, well, I don't know. He's going to jump into the Batverse, you know, and do Nightwing and do some of the B-list characters and inflate them a little bit and then maybe get a run on Batman or, you know, a run on Detective or something like that. It just seems like I'm going to make a wrestling metaphor. Okay. When they bring in these new wrestlers, like uh, Ronda Rousey just joined the WWE. She's a UFC fighter. Oh, right. Everybody yeah. loves her. And immediately she gets a shot at WrestleMania. That's dumb. It's not fair. I get it. <laughs> I get it. Bendis is famous. Did a bunch of famous stuff at Marvel. But shouldn't he, like, earn his stripes a little bit at DC first before we go, boom, Superman, it's yours. I don't know if he needs to. Well, let's see if this person has thoughts on it. Thank you for calling. THN cover to cover. Caller, who this? Brian Domingos. Brian Domingos. Dingo, dingo, dingo. We are rapping about Bendis on Superman. Do you have any thoughts on that? Um, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel, I think it's a lot of Bendis on Superman. Yeah. Like four issues a month is like a lot. Yeah. Huh. Um, so I don't know. Like it, it was like, all right, six issues. Cool. Kind of, you know, not resetting anything, but just kind of like establishing his, thing right. which is you know fine and then like oh he's writing both books it's like well they're bi-weekly so that's a lot yeah it's um <laughs> i don't know it's it's yeah like i so i don't know i mean i like the idea of the uh 
the, like the metropolis angle of action. Yeah. That's the actual one, right? Yes. Yeah. So no, 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 I'm sorry. That's the Superman one. It's going to be more Clark Kent, like dealing oh, with okay. Superman's yeah. fallout. Is oh, like uh, street level. Sort of. Yeah. It's going to be more Clark Kent centric and action is going to be like your big slam bang superhero Superman book. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, okay. We'll see how it goes. Like, I'm not like against it. Like I, I don't, I, like I, we've seen Bendis, be, he's been able to control himself before, but right. you know, when, when they kind of let him at Marvel, just do it literally whatever he wanted for years and years and years, you, you could tell he was getting lazy, you know, like, um, so I like that you called it know, lazy because so- I don't disagree. I, I think he did get super lazy with sticking some of his endings. Yeah. And maybe this will be a fresh start for him. You know what I mean? Like maybe he's really, you know, ener- re-energized yeah. by this gig. I also like the idea of dropping him into a project that doesn't seem like it's tailored to him. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, so we can really see what he's what he can do because honestly, he's written a lot of characters at Marvel. He got to write the New Avengers and stuff like Tons that. Tons of group books, but he's never written anyone like Superman. Yeah, he didn't do Cap or anything like that, like Solo. Yeah, but even Cap, I would argue, yeah. is not Superman. Like, there's a whole his different spi- his Ultimate Spider Man. I mean, that's a Solo, bro. Oh yeah, but Ultimate Spidey again is still a very street level character. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. talking like maybe this, that's what he plans on doing. This godlike. You know, all-powerful, all-moral Superman. I mean, yeah, and see, maybe he's going to flip that instead of giving you the God. Put him back in the get, jeans you know, and gonna, the T-shirt. Yeah, he's going to get you more like the dude. <laughs> yeah, let's put him back in the jeans and the T. And no. grow, a, grow a beard, bro. No. Come on. <laughs> Lonely nights and long, long day. <laughs> what did you want to rap about, though, Dingo? Um, so the uh, the question of the week, um, I've been thinking about it because it's, it's, I don't know, there's so many things that to, like, to kind of, there's things I prefer didn't happen, but the idea of just like putting something in its own place, you know, like subtracting it and just having it exist. Sure. Um, and as much as like, I think that the rebirth has been really successful. Um, I kind of hate all of Greg Rucka's wonder woman. Really? Ooh, really? Um, I like that answer because I was pretty underwhelmed by it myself. I, yeah, I, it's, it's like, I, like, I, I mean, the new 52 had its problems, but like, I thought the Azarello and Chang, run was so interesting for so many reasons. Like it was really the good. gods were so they were, they were so well-defined and like, I loved the character designs and like, they were interesting yeah. and they were, they were sneaky and they would like overlap. And like, they really were like, it was just, it was like a family that, you know, they, if they could kill each other, they would, but they know <laughs> they can't because they're gods. So they're going to make their lives miserable as much as they can or yeah. their existence, I guess. It was a soap um, opera. And he then, totally wrote a soap yeah, opera. Ex- yeah, it was basically Dynasty with like Wonder Woman, yeah. and but the idea like Rucka brings it back to that like, uh, uh, what's his name George Perez like character design of like the the Jerry Curl Aries yeah. and like you know it's like <laughs> oh, I don't know like I just I feel like it's I feel like it's really boring like it, we've seen that before we've seen that so often where it's like they speak in that way that they speak and they're all like fancy and it's like Shakespearean and That's fair. In, that, in the tone. And I just thought it was like, I've seen that. And then the whole plot was, um, oh, Diana, it was July. She's never been home before. It's like, wait, what? <laughs> but why? And then we don't even know why. They don't really tell you yeah. exactly. Like, it's just like, it was all a lie. Like, I wait. liked it. I liked that run, but it did wander off. And it did seem to wander off 
fairly quickly. <laughs> I'll say the, that. Um, I jumped stuff, off after like, about a dozen issues. I really enjoyed the flashback stories where they were showing like, like I liked those this better. stuff in the I background. Liked that stuff better. I thought that was really cool. The modern day stuff. I did like the cheetah storyline where she was running from the hyena god and stuff like that. That yeah, and, yeah, that, yeah. That was that was like the first like three issues. Though. Yeah, you know, like it, and I know what you mean. Like there's things. It's like oh, there's something there, but like he had. I feel like he pitched a book and they were like, okay, great. Like do it. And he's like, yeah, I'm just going to have to draw the pitch. Yeah. Cause I don't really have anything more than that. Like Diana never went home. The cheetah is the cheetah and she kind of hates her, but she's kind of not. And then like, there was just so there were like to have a book that's coming out twice a month and kind of not get to anything is kind of frustrating. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I didn't really like the flashback stuff issue by issue, but in like the trade, it may, it worked like, cause it's a real quick, you know, she's the, the fish out of water, like trying to figure things out. Yeah. She's got the big smile on her face and, and it was fine. And honestly, um, I read them I that way. Like I would read, yeah, them, I read in them separate. I read a, like a chunk of the and one in, and chunk of the other. I think that's probably a bad marketing idea. Or initially they decided we're going to have two Wonder Woman books and they went, nah, we can't sell two Wonder Woman books. We'll just <laughs> split it, you know, between this one and then this one and then this one and this one that can feel a little yeah, disjointed. It, it, it's it's hard because it's like you know, it's just a, it's a perpetual motion machine. They're coming out every two weeks, whether you're caught up or not, right. or ready for it or not. Right. Um, and then I mean, I like the Veronica Kale stuff. Like I thought that with her daughter and like the the gods, and I thought that was kind of interesting. But that didn't really have anything to do with Wonder Woman. Right. You know, like they were going to do that to her because they were like, well, we need you to get Wonder Woman to do something, and she's like. I don't know how to do that. And I'm like, well, figure it out. And she's like, okay. Like, like what, what am I reading? Like, this is not okay. I guess like she, and she walks around like kind of like snow white with the, the birds and everything. And it's like, okay. Like, like I liked his first run. Like I love the, the old, you know, like the, Oh, that first grand yeah, record. That was wonderful. Yeah. The, the post-crisis stuff. Like I really like that. That but was this so good. Like, meh. Meh. Yeah. So if we could just move all that stuff into like a, you know, four volumes of whatever and Elseworld, you know, graphic novels. And, um, I don't know, get back to like the and Chang and, and Tony Aiken stuff. Cause like, just like the Aries and like the, um, you know, like the, the in Hades with like the melting wax, yeah, yeah. you know, and he's like a yeah. boy and like the Poseidon's like the big frog. And it was just yeah, like, it was rad. this. yeah, it was really cool. And, and then to have it like, Oh, that never happened. And, and it's all a lie, but, I don't know why. It's just, he's like, guys, it's just a lie. Like, okay, cool. Well, it's almost like that book that Azarello Wonder Woman fell victim to the rest of the new 52 that really did suck and <laughs> needed to go away. There were a few, yeah, it, there were a few books in there that were fun. And that Wonder Woman one was one of the rare exceptions. Unfortunately, Wonder Woman, not as Biggest seller is a, a Batman or a Superman. I mean, they, this is not they a, did, a knock on anyone's, you know, <laughs> hero. I think they did like but it got 40 cast issues aside. or something. Like, yeah. It, yeah, no, it definitely got swept under by me. But those guys are like, you know, those are A-level guys. Like, oh, yeah. Chang is not some, like, you know, he's not some schlub. He's, he's you know, he knows what he's doing. And, and Azarello has his downbeats. But yeah. Um, but to be fair, I don't think anybody was bitching about the Wonder Woman book. Nobody was. I no, think the it, greater DCU was the problem. Yeah, no. So, I mean, I, I would like to, so to answer the question, I would like to keep that and everything after that, pretend that never happened. Fair uh-huh. enough. It just, Flip that's it. a lovely, just, just, it's what, it, wow, what an Elseworlds that was. I, you know what? I won't recommend it, but I'll, I'll go back to, you know, the, 
you know, the status quo is the, you know, the melty faced Hades and, uh, <laughs> and Zeke and all that stuff. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. I, and I wish they would do deluxe hardcovers, but they did absolute editions, which is why, I don't know why they would do yeah. absolute editions for that. Yeah. Um, they're a little, they're a little too uh, big and expensive and yeah. And they look cool on your bookshelf, well, but you don't pull them off very often. <laughs> I mean, they're huge. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you need like one of those big, no. like old school. You need a lectern. Like, yeah. To read that's them. what I was going to say. <laughs> Do they have one oh, that adjusts I'm, height so you can take it to the toilet? <laughs> a toilet I'm lectern. Into <laughs> the, a million uh, dollar idea. Bang! Toilet lectern. <laughs> Boom. It's copyrighted. We just here. came up with Anybody it. Anybody steals it, right? you'll hear from our lawyers. It was us three. We made it up. <laughs> Is that attached to the squatty potty or is it its own thing? Like it's, uh, it's got to be its own thing. It's got to have wheels. Well, you can get a bonus one with a squatty potty that attaches to it. They're like <laughs> slides out. We got okay. to get them on the phone and start working this out. Yeah, but we're not going to use the word squatty potty because ours is a totally different idea. So there. Brian, thank you okay. so much for calling in. The that was city a good shitty. Thanks, the city shitty. Have a good day. <laughs> it's the city shitty. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> S-I-T-T-Y. City. Yeah, yeah. City. Perfect. Let's check our Google voicemail real quick here while we're waiting for another call. I still want to talk about a lot of stuff here. I want to unpack Bendis on Superman. I want your feelings. I know there's BM Bendis lovers and haters out there. I want to hear from you. Let's talk right now. What's we got? What's we got? Who we got? This appears to be oh my sous chef, Marcus, who should be working, but instead he's calling this damn show. Hey, this is Marcus. I was wondering what you guys' drink of choice was and favorite manga. Thanks. Easy. Manga. Okay. Mine's Blade of the Immortal. I do love Blade of the Immortal. Uh, my favorite drink has to be... I'll get... Let me think about it. My go-to is a Manhattan. See, my go-to is a Manhattan, but I've been spoiled by so many friends that are very talented bartenders working mm-hmm. at very talented cocktail bars, believe it or not, here in Omaha, Nebraska that the Manhattan has almost been ruined for me. Like, I got to trust you to get it. It's almost like getting a tattoo anymore. I got to know you. I got to know what you can do. And I got to trust you before I order Manhattan. Because if you just put some fucking maraschino cherry in there, ugh, we're not friends anymore, you know? Mine, <laughs> like, mine is, uh, mine's pretty lowbrow. Okay. So uh, it's a no-nonsense, not too frilly, because sometimes the frills takes it over to the top and makes it dumb. Yeah. A Bloody Mary. Oh, fair enough. Spicy, yummy. Like you can put put a bacon in there. Make sure there's bacon. It's breakfast, baby. Make sure there's a pickle. Yeah, you know pickles for breakfast. Okay, <laughs> I could do the salary. You don't have to get too frilly. I don't need it with the fucking cheeseburger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A piece of fucking lobster tail and bing bong bing bong bang and so big that you're getting all juice because it's so big they yeah. can only put so much liquor in it so yeah. you're drinking more mix than liquor. See now you, you just fools. uncovered the secret. Yeah. Of why you make money on Bloody Marys. Hey, man, listen, and hey, don't sell me your build your own Bloody Mary bar. So I'm the bartender. Yeah. And I you're hate still that. charging me. I hate that. As shit. if you made it. Yeah. No. If you want to say, Bullshit. okay, build your own, you make me the Bloody Mary and I want this, 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 and this in it. Different story. Yeah. That's cool. Right? No. If I'm, if, okay. All right. All right. Enough of this crap. <laughs> I'll answer my favorite manga in a second here. Thank you for calling THN cover to cover. Caller, who this? <laughs> Hey, this is BS3. How are you doing, fellas? Oh, live. What up, BS3? Twice the BS3. You got some day. BS for us? <laughs> always, always BS for me. <laughs> Hit us. Hey, I, I, I called a little earlier. I didn't have access to live feed. I was at a two-year-old's birthday party, so uh, awesome. uh, I hope things have been going well. Uh, um, but yeah, I just flipped on, and it looked like you guys were talking about mixed drinks. 
I can't weigh in on that. Okay. But I do want to know. I do want to know if you guys want to weigh in on the Royal Rumble. Yeah, absolutely. How'd you like it? I, How'd okay. you like it? I had fun with the Royal Rumble. I had a lot of fun. And spoiler alert: when it came down to the end with Shinsuke Ooh. and Roman Reigns, it would have been yeah. so easy for them to piss everybody off and give it to Roman Reigns. That would have been Absolutely. the easy way. That's uh-huh. exactly what I picture Vince saying has to happen. And I love uh-huh. that it didn't. I love that Shinsuke beat him up and Shinsuke is going to WrestleMania. And so is Asuka, two Japanese wrestlers that came out of arguably the best professional wrestling in the world, New Japan. Right? Absolutely. With Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Best style, strong style. I am. It, it is the WWE saying to me, it's them saying, look, we are dated and this is the future and it's time for yeah. us to give people really good wrestling. This also comes on the heels of rumors that Vince McMahon may be selling, which I'm fine with. Fox wants to buy it. CBS is interested in buying it. I don't care anybody, but that Trump supporting jackass. <laughs> and I love the guy. I love to hate him. Don't get me wrong. Anybody should take it over uh-huh. and just let triple H run the show. I feel like triple H was very instrumental in that Royal Rumble. Absolutely, yeah. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the guys mm-hmm. that he brought up, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, they had a really good showing in there. Uh, Finn Balor had an amazing showing in there. And it would have been fine had Finn Balor won, too. Uh-huh. That would have been awesome. Um, I will say all the other matches kind of meh. You know, but both Royal Rumbles, the women's and the men's, I'm super proud of the women's, but it also it glaringly shows you need to get more women wrestling. Don't give me a million of these old school Beth Phoenix showing up and Lita and stuff. <laughs> I mean, that's cool. And we get that in the Royal Rumble, yeah, although yeah. this year, the Royal Rumble hurricane, really? <laughs> you know, like, who cares? And my theory hey, as a was, superhero fan, I thought you'd be on board with Hurricane. Oh fuck Hurricane! <laughs> He's just dumb. My theory is that was supposed to be Daniel Bryan, and they didn't pull the trigger. My theory uh, was there, there, there was rumors that he was going to be number thirty, but uh, yeah, that didn't happen all month long. And, uh, and there was like even betting odds on it and shit, you know. And that, yeah, that was bizarre. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I don't know. Last minute, they just pulled the they pulled it out from under him, or maybe he just decided no, I don't want to do it. But regardless, yeah. I, it was a good Royal Rumble. Yeah. I'm always amazed at the parallels between uh, wrestling and comics because, uh, you know, in, in, in comics, there's always the stuff where you, you see these, these growing writers coming out of the woodwork and then you worry about who the establishment editors are, yes. are, are going to be that control what we see. And in wrestling, it's the same thing where, you know, there's a push where people wanted some big change and then you got these stooges at the top who are just dead set in the stuff that launched them in the nineties. Yeah. And the safe, yeah, it's, it's, it's just bizarre. Yeah. 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 And I would argue yeah. oh. right now, Marvel is playing it very Vince McMahon. They're playing it very safe. They've gone back mm-hmm. to, well, not even they've sort of kind of gone back to the stuff you like, but not totally. And there's still, yeah. a, there's still a, a girl Wolverine and Wolverine and an old Wolverine, you know, and like, <laughs> come on guys. You get a car. You get, yeah. Yeah. Pick one, you know, just pick one and stick with it. Come on. Mark flips wants to know where did killer Kowalski finish in the Royal rumble? Killer Kowalski is dead. I'm afraid. RIP. Oh, oh. Yeah. So he did not yeah. show up. So he, he was, he was there in spirit. He finished last. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, I, I want, I want to grab a question of the week too. If, uh, if you don't mind, hit I don't me, know if you please. got another call coming. No, no, no. Do hit it. Me. Okay. Do it. All right. All right. So, so, um, I, whenever I think about what went wrong in comics and the point in continuity, I changed, 
I'm a broken record when I talk about not bringing back Barry Allen. So my original, my original answer was going to be just make the green lanterns weak to yellow, period. No parallax, no nothing, just yellow. And and the world would be so much different in comics. We could have this like uh, bronze age legacy, I guess that would still exist, <laughs> but that's not where I'm going. So like every uh, bank no shows up in a yellow costume goes, <laughs> eat it. Yeah. Yeah. Go. <laughs> yeah. It's the only way Goldface is ever a badass villain. Right. Um, I painted all these baseball but, bats yellow. You're screwed. <laughs> but, but I'm not going to be that broken record. I, I want to change uh, of where where I hone in on. So Ted Grant, Wildcat. Okay. He has nine. He has nine lives. Right. Right. Why? There, there, there's there was never really an explanation for why he got nine lives, and the only time I ever saw it used was in uh, some. Uh, mid JSA when the Crimson and the Avengers showed up yes. and shot him a bunch of times because yes. he killed some people. Now wait a minute, did okay. it have something to do with uh, with the Thunderbolt saving his life a long time ago or something? It didn't. Maybe I'm making that up, but I <laughs> thought Jeff Johns addressed this. Regardless, go on. Yeah, when, whenever they all came back during the JSA return, they all had some funky kinds of twists on it. So I don't know if it involves Thunderbolt or not. Uh, but but anyways, uh, uh, maybe if we change that point in continuity, don't give Ted Grant nine lives. Uh, uh, it it could have done. We, we could have done something interesting. So uh, JSA was you know, the golden age, leading in the legacy of. Uh, 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 guiding the new era, right? Right. Well, if Crimson Avenger showed up and just flat out killed them, vigilante, then we could have the Golden Age heroes having to account for um, all the stuff they used to do. And um, uh, it could have been a nice moment, and yeah, Ted, Ted Grant would be would be dead. Uh, but I don't know. I just felt like they didn't do anything to it, so he he's just like... Uh, immortal for whenever they feel like it, and I don't like that. I think Ted Grant, his his everyday Joe aspect of of him being mortal and just a guy who can punch really good, yeah, like that that's that's his appeal to me, and I think it was lost with that. I think it so, also makes you wonder world, if they did write it like that, and then they made him change it. Hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, you that's, know. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh huh. Uh huh. Anyway, the else. So, so here's ahead. the here's the else word I'd create. Go all in. Uh, Ted Grant gets nine lives, but he gets nine lives a day. So he is also, Whoa! he is always like, he could die nine <laughs> times yeah, every yeah. day. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so he's like immortal man, um, in the great lakes Avengers, uh, blessed be upon them. <laughs> and, uh, but, but the deal is he would always be walking this line between being living and undead. And so he would be, he would end up hanging out with dead man. And then it could have been a breaking point where it would be, uh, like golden age, silver age and modern age, uh, bridges of all the supernatural DC stuff that we could have had so cool. from, from the nineties yeah. to now. Um, so so that's that's my pitch. The, I love it. The undead wildcat hanging out with dead man, and they're about as I love it. as normal bros as you get. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's very like uh, immortal warrior over at uh, Valiant. Totally, where he like just oh yeah he, yeah he can rush oh, in, get his ass killed, <laughs> and violently, you know. But he's going to come back. Yeah, yeah. He just be a reckless, <laughs> you know. Totally. Like, oh, I'm just doing it. Like I'm jumping off the I'm building. Doing it. <laughs> yeah, he like, breaks his neck and then oh. like picks himself back up. <laughs> Oh, that sucked, you know? <laughs>
<laughs> I, I'd, I'd pay for those issues. <laughs> I would do. Thank you for your call. The guy who punches really good. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. I mean, that would give him something a little more. Like, I love the character of Wildcat. Don't get me wrong. He was always a oh, yeah, yeah. gruffy old dude. But yeah, at the end of the day, he's a boxer. And he wears mm-hmm. a cat suit. <laughs> yep. <laughs> With a cat Wild. head over his real head. <laughs> like, That's a beautiful thing. You know, it's golden age. What can you do? BS, thank you for your call. Thank you for BS. Yes, sir. I got another call right, coming fun, in. Fellas. See ya. All right, take care. Bye. Thank you for calling THN Cover to Cover. Caller, who this? Hey, it's Amy calling from North Dakota. Amy, nice to hear from hey. you. I know. I wanted to call after BS3 because, you know, we were talking on the forums about all this stuff. They were the team up. They're the tag team. Yeah. So he just (laughs) tagged you in. Bang. That's a hot tag, Amy. What do you got? Right. Well, I I can't talk wrestling, and uh, I don't have quite the thought-out answer that uh, the old Black Scorpion had, but um, I think we're talking about Star Wars, kind of how it started on the forums with Elseworlds and what we wish from Star Wars actually was in Elseworlds. So. I, we were talking about kind of going the other way where we're creating an Elseworld out of things that we actually have to deal with in canon. Uh, so, like, you know, he was saying that the whole midichlorian thing should be an Elseworld. Yeah. Where you could, you know, kind of flesh that out a little bit because yeah. it never really gets explained that much in the movies, but we have to deal with it as a real thing. Like, could I get a blood transfusion uh, and become a Jedi? Like, I was like, right? oh, I mean, oh, Yoda, I'm oh, getting man. cold. And or he's like, like save you, I will, Matt. And be, boom, be, I'm a Jedi. Jedi. That'd be a rad storyline, <laughs> right? right? Like, everybody's shooting up. Right. Or I just, like, drank I mean, Jedi blood. Uh, right. <laughs> yeah, or like, you know, if they want to save one of Anakin's legs or his hand or something, you know, could they make, like, a super race of, you know, Jedis or Siths or whatever? Right. They and also, it was technology. because, you know, everybody was mad that Ray doesn't have this this, this like parentage but everybody was cool with Anakin Skywalker just like appearing from you know midichlorians like yeah. because comics and straight stuff, virgin you know? birth like, uh, yeah. like Jedi <laughs> God got mom pregnant and she gave birth to messed up Jedi Anakin who would later because of bugs I guess turn into Darth Vader <laughs> Right. Screw so everybody that whined about <laughs> that. Go back and watch the prequels right. and then punch yourself in the so, face. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So everybody, everybody that was pissed because like Ray's not Luke's daughter. Yeah. You know, you'll remember how pissed you were or should have been when the prequels. And Luke took gave a vow of celibacy, folks. You want to be a Jedi? You are <laughs> celibate. That's how it works. No sexing. No babies. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you meditate. So you Make know, that go away. You know, whatever. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> so we'll there's some, some of that. Like, you know, some things you could actually, that I wish were Elseworlds, but also, uh, um, you know, I think that it's cool in a way that the Star Wars comics have taken place in the real Star Wars universe. Like, they've made them all kind of... You know, they're not necessarily canon, but they all kind of make sense in the timelines yeah. of the movies and stuff like that. But it would also be cool if they, you know, made some that weren't that, that they were, that maybe, you know, were, where it was very clear they existed in some other timeline or universe or with some minor characters or whatever that are a well, little there, bit. There was know. that back in the day. Dark Horse ran a couple of those series. I suppose, yeah. Splinter I suppose. of the Marvel Minds. Not yeah. That now. Right, yeah. 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 And those are great. Yeah, and I guess yeah. I... I guess I haven't read it. I haven't read any of, of the old. I read some of the old Marvel comics from before, and then the newer Marvel comics. But I didn't. I haven't read any of the Dark Horse stuff. So definitely check out Probably Splinter of the Mind's Eye. Find that. You would love Splinter of okay. the Mind's Eye. The Dark Horse stuff is really good, and actually, the Clone Wars series is 
really good. Yeah, like, that I, was good. I read all of those trades, and I was really super surprised. I was like, this is badass. Yeah. Clone Wars crap. Not what we got on the screen. No, 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 no. Because it was still like yeah, the old I, I school the Star Wars yeah. creators that were working for Dark Horse at the time said, all right, fine. You want to put out a crappy movie? We're going to maintain our quality. And it was yeah. great. Fantastic. I'll take that suggestion. There you go. Uh, I wanted to quickly also weigh in on the Bendis on Superman thing. Yes. So I didn't read. So I didn't read comics in the nineties. I didn't start till the early two thousand. So oh, I don't I'm have. I'm still young and beautiful, oh, Amy. Oh. Right, so Excuses. <laughs> I haven't read. I'm not that young. I just didn't get around to it. All right, fair um, enough. But uh, I so I didn't read. You know, all the nineties stuff like even like the Dan Jordan Superman, except for the famous stuff like Death of Superman or whatever. Sure. But I kind of, if I don't know that much about Bendis, I've, I've read a few of the more like famous things, but I think that in Rebirth, the Dan Jordan Superman started out strong, but now I think it's really boring. Oh yeah. So it, it kind of, I mean, I not super boring, but I just don't think it's, I don't know. It's not, it's kind of lost my interest a little bit. And maybe that's because I don't have the nostalgia for it. It's that it's kind of being written in, you know, the way it was before okay. 52 and stuff. Um, I think it's okay, but I, I don't know what Bendis will be like. So I was kind of, I didn't hear if you guys talked about that already. I didn't hear it. So, um, no, let's you, talk. We, we were unpacking yeah, it. So, actually. so they're both kind of old school creators. Yeah. You know, they're both from the same era kind of. So what do you think will change? Well, I mean, Bendis is definitely younger than Jurgens. Um, he right. came in late '90s, really. I mean, he was still doing stuff at like Jinx World and Image and stuff like that. But as far as his super stuff, and one of the things we were talking about is he's ne- he's never unpacked a character like this. He's never written a Goblin okay. character. He's written lots of different Marvel characters, but never a Superman. And what I don't need, what I don't want, I don't want Superman to sound like Brian Michael Bendis. What about okay. the, what about the Sentry? He was kind of a Superman-y... Yeah, but that wasn't Bendis. He he, he didn't in New he Avengers. Him. Yeah, he did write him a little bit in there. I'll give you that. But you like like in the pages of New Avengers where you started reading where Captain America and Wolverine and Luke Cage, they all started to sort of sound like the same Brian Michael Bendis character. Mm. You know what I mean? Like I'm kind of snarky okay. and I we don't get along real well and whatever and we're cracking jokes. I don't need that voice for Superman. I'll take that voice for people around him, but I don't want snarky street level Bendis Clark Kent. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Well, I think the challenge with Superman is always just, you know, like to make, try to make him something different because it's hard. He's really one of the harder superheroes to do something different with oh, because he's so established without a doubt as you know, we all have this idea of what he is. And then, if you change it too much, then it's not good. But if you don't change it, then it's boring. You know, it's like, it's hard to, I think that's a big challenge. So maybe he's someone who's up to the task yeah. of it. But, um, you know, I know he, so I don't, I guess I'm, I'm going to check it out just because I, I don't, I feel super strongly about the Dan Jordan's run that's happening right now. Fair enough. So, um, but yeah, I just, I don't know what you expect, I guess. So that's a, a different perspective probably than most of you have. We just need to keep in mind that this is the same Bendis that did stuff like making Wonder Man evil just for shits and giggles and one story <laughs> that we're going to forget. Like, why would you do that? Like, send him to, I'm going to kill the Avengers. These are your friends, idiot. What happened, you know? And Well, and he has to deal with Superman's kid. Yeah. You know, like, which is because they, they're not going to write that out, you know, so... Superman being a family man and all of that. Yeah. And the super son thing. So there's a little bit of like, if, you know, I don't know how much you can really, I don't know how much you really can change, I guess is what I'm. Fair enough. Getting at. I'm know? hoping so, for the best. I will say that. I'm yeah. Definitely hoping me too. For the best. I mean, 
I knew, as you guys said before, I knew it would be something big that he would never leave Marvel for, you know, to write like Nightwing or something. But right. I think, uh, uh, you know, so I'm not surprised at the announcement, but I'm, I guess, cautiously optimistic about it. So check it out. Fair enough. I want to see what you guys thought. Fair enough. Thank you for your call, Amy. All right. And thank you for your question. No it problem. Was a, it was deep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, we could have gone on. We could have gone on for a while, but we'll just leave it there. <laughs> All right. We will talk to you soon. All right. Thanks. All right. Bye. Oh, I totally cut her off. Oh, you jerk. So I'm going to leave the phone line open. We're winding down on time a little bit here, but we should get into ours. Oh, my favorite manga. First. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say. I was going to say my favorite manga. Manga's always been tough for me. And it's been one of those things, like, for some reason, I love anime. But not silly anime. I like really hyper serious anime, like Akira and Attack on Titan and, sure. and stuff like that. And when eyes start bulging and sweat starts flying out of people's heads, yeah. yeah, I get a little. Uh, now at the same time, I don't know why, but I love Dragon Ball Z, <laughs> oh. and I've been watching Dragon Ball Super just trying to catch up recently, and it, it brought back all these mm, feelings. I okay. love it. You got to get really high when you watch it though, and then you'll relax and be like, "All right, yeah, this is cool." <laughs> That's funny. My favorite manga. That I read. I mean, my first introduction to manga was when Dark Horse released those big uh, Akira, like phone books. Yep. Back in the day. Sure. And those blew my mind. They were so good. And I wanted to read more, and I got into Blade of the Immortal, which absolutely loved. Yep. Absolutely love it. Beautiful book, and still comes out every I once in a while. I want to see that movie pretty bad. I do too. Uh, Takashi Miike directed mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm, now, mm-hmm. he also directed another one called Jojo's Bizarre Adventure that was based off a manga that I watched on a plane ride recently, and it was terrible. Okay. Completely terrible and hard to follow, <laughs> and people had haircuts that were absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> but I think my favorite, recently, I uh, my cousin, Cleet, told me to pick up the Attack on Titan books, uh-huh. and I had read... I had read a little bit, like some snippets over here and there, and and I knew the anime was coming out. And I dug into those. They were fantastic. Really good I have not watched the the show either, so I've Oh, it's great. But you know what? I'm I'm, going to roll back. My favorite is probably Berserk. Berserk is great. I've been wanting to watch that on Netflix, man. Um, There's only like one of the updated ones. They've got three movies on Netflix. Yeah, and they're good. They're really good. And they're all updated and sexy. The original manga was great. Really cool art, really heavy line drawn yeah. manga. Not so much a stripped down cartoony manga. Right, sure, sure. More of like the that's, classic. That's kinda. what I love about Blade of the Immortal. Like yeah, th- it's gorgeous to look. It's ridiculous. Yeah, gorgeous. It comes out of like that old school manga art mm. that has sort of been decompressed into more of an animated style for today, which is fine too. Don't get me wrong. It, that stuff works better for like the mecha when you're doing robot stuff. Yeah, but fantasy stuff, fantasy manga. Like Berserk. Berserk. I'll have to Ooh. check it out. Oh, that stuff is great, man. I loved it. Hmm, hmm, hmm. So let's get to our answers. All right, man. You want to go first? You're, you're I really don't have like a, a solid answer. I've been thinking about it for a handful of days. It's a tough like, one. I really just don't have one. Aside, like I can tell you what I don't like. And so I think, and I really can't weigh in too heavily on it because I, I read maybe four issues. So this Red Sonia in the modern world. Mm-hmm. Elseworld, that bullshit. Like, like when you brought Conan to in a what if sure. to New York City, yeah, and he became a pimp. See, now if they did that <laughs> and they did a crossover, I forgot if you can pimp, and they had Conan meet up with the Red Sonja in the modern world, and and like he was still, still pimp. Yeah, he's like, girl, you're working for me now, <laughs> yeah. and yeah. she was like, I don't think so, Where's bro. Where's my money? <laughs> 
That would be awesome. <laughs> and I'd be into it. But I just, like, I just don't even like the idea of it. Uh, I mean, I see some of the uh, cover artwork and stuff like that, and I'm like, oh, my God. What are you doing? So, I mean, if I think they, that should have been, they should have just elseworlded that. And Fair just enough. been like, hey, look, here's the side story where what if, mm-hmm. uh, you know. So that, I guess that's uh, the best I have for an answer, to tell you the truth. That's fair. I am going to what if a gigantic chunk of the X universe. And I'm going to say things right now in the X-Men universe are so far gone. And it's not like they've totally betrayed the X-Men. It just there's nothing X-Men about it anymore. It's just a group of people in different costumes doing different super stuff. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's grown tired and there's too many of them and there's young X-Men and there's old X-Men running around. I think I would do a siege Polarius moment oh. where X-Men Blue mm-hmm. and X-Men Gold come out modern day. And when they do, something in reality happens and all the X-Men... Everybody else know, wipes out? Blink! And they are gone, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, okay. And we go, okay. what in the hell? Like, look, if you love the 90s X-Men so much and you're trying to give us that 90s X-Men feel... Fuck it, man. Let's just do it. You know, and like get me back to a team of Cyclops and and, and Gene sure, sure. and Colossus yeah. and Nightcrawler and Wolverine. Let's just do it, man. With the hip pads. Yeah. Give screw me those it. hip pads and the padded, padded head thing. Yeah, just reset and it. And let's do that. If you're gonna reset the Fantastic Four, why not just do that? <laughs> and you can be like, yeah, all that other stuff. It still totally happened, but it's lost <laughs> to the ages, you know, or whatever. <laughs> Yeah, sure, I mean, man. Why the hell not? That's what things like the Siege Polarius were for. This shit with like Jean Grey returning now, and, it, and it's murky at best and unexplained, and there's not going to be a good explanation. Whenever a character comes back, there's yeah. never a good explanation. The, the best I can think of is when Doctor Doom plucked Captain America out of time. You know, to, oh, sure. to right. humiliate him. And it didn't work, and he stayed. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Like that was clever. That was during uh, the Ed. Uh, what's uh, I can't say his name. Ed Brubaker run, and it was wonderful. Other than that, I mean, think when Colossus came back. What? Yeah. Aliens had him locked in a closet all this time. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. And he didn't die when <laughs> he stuck the needle in his heart and farted out the <laughs> cure to the you know M Day virus or whatever it was. Or, I mean, there's a lot of issues, man. Look, there's so much baggage with the X Men. I don't I know. know if they can fix it. You, I think you almost need something big and uh, stupid. Yeah, to just wipe it all. Like a Siege but Polaris the, moment. Someone's like, going someone's gonna to dig some crap back up. Yeah. So that's the whole thing. It's cyclical. It always happens. I mean, this time, two years ago, we were yelling about the JLA, and now we're super excited by what's coming up there with Scott Snyder taking over and stuff, and uh, it's the X-Books that are getting crapped on. Now, so. did, did you say there's bad guys going to be in yes. the JLA? So it's like a Thunderbolt situation? Or? No, 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 no. It's a thing where Brainiac comes and warns the world there's this huge interstellar space threat to Earth, mm. and the Justice League is just not strong enough to do it on their own. How? So they have to get... Are they not strong enough <laughs> to do it on their own? They have to get Lex Luthor, Lobo, Etrigan, and of course, we can't do it without oh, Harley can, fucking we can, Quinn. We, we gotta get a demon. A demon will help us do we it. We can't do it without Harley not fucking like Quinn. Superman, look, but a I'll demon it. will look, help us do the it. The demon can do magic stuff. I get it. Lobo's a strong Superman. I get that. Lex Luthor's a super smart guy. Makes sense. What does Harley Quinn do? What does she do? 
distracts you with her oh, obnoxious please. sexiness <laughs> and bombastic personality. Yeah. And okay. being a female joker, you know, whatever. <laughs> All right. Let's wrap this up. Thanks to everybody that called in today. This is a lot of fun. It was a very deep question and a tough it was. one to answer. I think it scared I a lot of people away. Next week's Either question. Either that or I did. That could be you. Mm. You are mm-hmm. kind of scared. I like it. I don't know. Next week's question, though. It's a little more down to earth. I'm going to have Wooly Toots set it up for you. You can turn it around so I can read it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. As soon as I friggin' find it. Oh, I should have made you talk about the... Uh... Oh, here it is. Boom. Okay. Boom, chicka boom. This is I your new boom, question. Boom, Oh, okay. This is your new question to mull over for a week. Okay, people. This week's question comes from Stephen Kohler on the THN Facebook fan page. I remember an episode a couple of months ago where people were complaining about Batman and Catwoman calling each other Cat and Bat. I hated it. I personally enjoy that, but it got me thinking, what are your current comic book pet peeves? Stephen throws out an example. It annoys the heck out of me that Thor is now a title. I mean, it's a guy's name. But now it's given out to anyone, everyone with a hammer. He was known as Thor long before he had the hammer. Yeah, it's kind of like, okay, you're the new Enterprise, Captain <laughs> Kirk. Like, but that's not my name. Like, no, you're Captain Kirk now because you're on the Enterprise. <laughs> he goes on. I don't think his parents were like, let's name him Thor because he's going to wield a magic hammer one day. So we're not talking about industry ills here. It's the little things that drive you crazy. Okay. Your little comic book pet peeves. I got a bunch. I think I have. I, I'm, blank, I'm blanking again. <laughs> I've got a bunch. You just, you're on too many drugs. That's I got a problem. bunch. It is. So here's what you can do. You can send us an MP3 to twoheadednerd at gmail.com. If you don't have time to call in, we're going to be here again next Saturday from 1130 to 1230 Central Standard Time. If Joe Patrick's not dead, I'm going to drag his near-dying corpse into this place to bring him back. Not that Toots didn't do a great job. We love him. Round of applause for Willie Toots, folks. Huh? Hey. All right. I was hoping someone would call in and ask me about Marvel getting Conan again, but it didn't happen. Share your thoughts. What uh, do you think? Marvel reacquired Conan. Okay, so here's my here's my here's my here's my here's my jam. It's okay. the same, I have this I had went through the same feeling when uh, Marvel got Star Wars. Okay, for, because Dark Horse is my favorite company. Sure, I love what they've done with the character. I think they did a really great job, and they've done it for a really it's, long yeah, time. Yeah, they did. They did. There was up. There was ups. There was downs. There's things people didn't like, but I, I liked everything mostly. Uh, and I okay, so at one point, Conan was the best book Marvel had. Like it was like the selling the most. It was the most popular book. Yeah. It was the only book that started in that when Conan number one came out and ran through the 70s that didn't get canceled. Every other book at Marvel did get canceled at this one is, time. This is true. Conan stayed alive. Yeah. So they've got a long, they've got a strong history with the character. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hope that someone there recognizes this and is like, listen, this was a big time book for us. We need to, you know, at least. Treat it that way. With you know respect, what I mean? like, yeah. and, and like, And I don't want to see them redo Robert E. Howard stories that have been done three times, four times now. But, you know, yeah. like, let's do 
something and how hard okay like amy said about superman tough character to right. come up with something new and fresh i feel it's the same thing to do with conan oh absolutely especially if you're not going to try to recycle the stories well even more unless so, because conan is just like the survival type character that later became a king right but he's right. kind of a baseline dude he yeah, does what he does yeah, you it, know unless they go with like uh maybe another writer's works like robert jordan and say hey let's let's tackle Robert Jordan's books and adapt those. Don't they have to kind of reset it a little bit for a new generation shit? <sighs> yeah, a little bit, but we're going to get another born on the battlefield. You know what I mean? Right. But listen, I, okay, but ultimately, uh, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited to see what they do, uh, but I kind of hope they just do like uh, a couple minis or something and okay. not, not like do an ongoing or something like that because I don't, yeah. I feel like Conan doesn't have the juice. Conan doesn't need to an have an ongoing. Yeah. It's obvious. Doesn't I mean, he it. did a good, he did a solid run over a dark horse, but it, it petered out. Yeah. And I feel like the story's petered out, yeah. um, the last two titles. So, uh, you know, ultimately, uh, I'm down. Ultimately we'll, you get more Conan. We'll see what happens. And that's a good thing. Yeah. As long as it's good. Yeah, yeah. I only want it to be good. Willie Toots from our Conan the Barbarian desk. Thank you. Nobody needed that. <laughs> That's not true. I was I was honestly curious. When, when that news came out, I texted you and I said yeah. you were the first person I thought of when I saw this. Yeah, yeah. Okay, guys. Like I said, we'll be back next week. You can call in live, 402-819-4894. You can use that phone number to leave a message at any time. The Ziggurat phone line is always open. We're not going to answer, but you will get a very pleasant voicemail from me. I should probably update it because I haven't heard it for a while and I don't even remember what I said. But thank you to everybody that tuned in to Facebook to follow along and commented. We love all you guys. We love all our viewers. We love yeah. all our callers. We just spiked at nine as we're ending. We love everybody. Okay? So we'll see you next week right now. This is THN signing off. I give a Weeblow Scout so every time. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> you have to come up with your own. <laughs> <laughs>